Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, welcome to I've Never Said This Before with me, Tommy D'Addario. Today's guest is the inspiring Robbie Rogers, the accomplished TV producer behind so many fan favorite projects, including what will surely become a fan favorite, the upcoming series, Fellow Travelers. This is one of the most highly anticipated shows of the year, and for good reason. It is absolutely brilliant. So, Fellow Travelers is an epic LGBTQ plus love story and political thriller chronicling the volatile romance of two very different men who meet in the 50s in McCarthy-era Washington, which is one of the darkest periods in American history. And they continue to face obstacles in the world and in themselves throughout a period of four different decades from the 50s all the way through the 80s. Matt Bomer and Jonathan Bailey, they lead the series beautifully, along with the cast of characters that will just, ah, uh, they'll just pull at your heartstrings. And that is the magic of Robbie, man. Through his work, you feel transported back in time to every decade on display in Fellow Travelers, and you feel so deeply when watching the series. And on a personal note, to see a show like this being made, it gives me hope. It gives me hope for more inclusive, quality content in the future. And it's a show for everybody. It's a show for anybody who has a heart. And I know that's you listening. <laughs> so today we're going to dive into the incredible series. We're also going to dive into many other topics like Robbie coming out as one of the very first professional gay athletes. We're going to talk about how he's learned to become proud of the person who he is today and so much more. So let's see if today we can get Robbie to say something that he's never said before. Robbie Rogers, how are you today? I'm doing good. Good, uh, it's good to be here, Tommy. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, I'm so psyched to have you on. Um, uh, my God, we're going to dive into your mini series, Fellow Travelers, today, which is so good. It's it's everything and more that I would want in terms of content for the LGBTQ plus community and beyond. It's it's just this incredibly powerful love story, this thrilling political story, 
all the things. There's twists, there's turns, there's raw, real emotion. It's so fantastic. So for everybody listening, why don't you set up this amazing, beautiful series? Sure, sure. Um, well, first, it's, it's, it's really nice to hear that. Um, we shot it about a year ago. So uh, all of like the battle scars of being in Toronto during, you know, the fall winter are still like very fresh in my mind. So all that that work we put into it, it's just really nice that people are starting to see it and uh, be, able, be able to talk about it now. So thank you so much. Fellow Travelers is based off of a Thomas Mallon novel set in the Lavender Scare during the McCarthy era, it's like the Red Scare in the 50s. And, you know, what we've taken from that, you know, it starts Lavender Scare and it touches a little bit on these two guys that fell in love and like the mystery behind their their love story. In the book, it touches, you know, the, the 50s and the 80s, but we, Ron and I and the writers and everyone involved have expanded that. So the miniseries is their love story told over like multiple decades, the 50s, the 60s, Fire Island in the 70s, which is one of my favorite episodes. And then obviously the 80s where they kind of, you know, reconnect as older men. But it's also like this political, it's, you know, it's it's laced or it's kind of intertwined with this political thriller. You know, obviously, as I said, it's, it's set in the 50s with McCarthy. So it's it's the story of, of their interactions with him and, and them trying to kind of take him down and trying to survive in that era when, you know, gay men and women were being purged from the government and, and just banned from you know political life so i'm really proud of it i'm really excited like you said it's got a lot of different access points you know obviously the love story is really its core but um for people who love you know political thrillers uh, political dramas it really is part for those people as well and the series centers on quite a terrifying time or times i should say in america for queer people so why was this an important story for you to tell I, when I first picked up the book, so Ron and I were working on My Policeman together and he sent me kind of, I think a box of, or maybe it was like two or three books. And I, I picked it up and I finished it over a week and I didn't know, I didn't know anything about the Lavender Scare. So I knew what the, the Red Scare was, you know, us LGBT folks, we don't learn really about our history in school, unfortunately. So um, I was kind of a love story set at a time in a place when the stakes are like so high. I was you know, I don't think obsessed is the right word, but I couldn't put the book down. And I think for a lot of gay people in general, it's like when you find someone that you love, you like hold them a little bit more closely and your, your time with them is a little bit more precious because especially at that time or, you know, I don't know, I could say even now it could be ripped away from you at any moment, you know, especially then, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, where, where it was really life or death. Or as I said, you could be, you know, purged from the government. It's like those, those love stories, the stakes are so high because you could lose it at any second. And so to tell us a love story during that time, I was like, oh, it's just, you know, it's an incredible story, but it's also, uh, I think, really great entertainment as, as you've seen. Yeah, no, it's super entertaining and it's super important and powerful, which is why I love it. And I think Oh, I think sometimes we forget as a society how far we've come. And it's very easy to take things for granted that we have today. And yes, there are fights that are still needing to be fought. Of course, there's a lot more work that needs to be done. But there's so much work that was done by the people who right. have come before us. I'm a millennial. And um, I, I never want to stop learning about my past and the history in the LGBTQ plus community. And sometimes I feel like the younger generations who I love, they don't always understand what people have gone through to get us to where we are today you know tommy I, I i totally agree with you i think and not to be like patronizing or condescending to anyone of course we really have come like such a long way and benefit from so much that has been you know done and accomplished and fought for you know before us so you know i i married and i have kids and uh live a life with a lot of privileges and so 
our history and um, these books and these stories are are really powerful. And I, you know, as I said, it's entertainment, but it's still it's important for people to just be reminded of and to be you know educated. So I 100% agree with you, and I laugh because I know yes, us millennials and people below us, younger than us, sometimes we all think that we know everything about the world. But as we like delve into history and also see how relevant it is, or uh, you know, take things that we can learn and, and learn about these stories. It's just, you know, it's really rich storytelling. And it's, um, I think it's great for us to just always be aware of, of the past. Oh, yeah. And the cast brings the story to life in, in such a magnificent way. Let's let's start with, you know, the, the romantic story, right? Jonathan Bailey and Matt Bomer in this series are phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. What made them the right choices for you to tell the story? I've known Matt now for a while. And as you've seen, Hawk is a character that, you know, on the surface is incredibly beautiful and you can, and very um, confident and sure-footed. And um, I thought Matt really presents as someone like that, but also there's so many layers to him as a person and so many layers to him as an actor. And so uh, as you see, as the series progresses and as Hawk changes, I just knew uh, instinctually and just knowing Matt that he could deliver, you know, and that he would be just the perfect guy for it, which he really is. I mean, I, I've loved him as an actor for a long time, but I think this is just such a special role for him and his performance was, is incredible. And the work that he put in was really remarkable. I mean, just watching him, you know, every day on set and, you know, his preparation over the weekend, like he's always a workaholic and takes things very seriously, but it's just, it was, it was pretty remarkable and inspiring to see him take this role on. And then Jonathan Bailey, I knew because we, uh, Michael Grange introduced me to him when we were auditioning people for My Policeman. And, you know, everyone knows Jonathan from Bridgerton, which is like these uh, sexy British guy. But I, uh, having that conversation with Johnny over, you know, my policeman for a different, for very different part, I, I could see the innocence and the youthfulness and the idealism uh, in him. And so when we started to, to talk about who Tim would be, you know, I thought that he could be just a really incredible Tim and he's an incredible actor and and their chemistry is you know it's until you really see them in a room together you're not sure but we had a, a little chemistry read for Showtime and for Fremantle and and I think it was in with sec- within seconds that people were um just like okay we're good like we we got this very exciting so they and the rest of the cast Jelani and Noah and Aaron and Allison were, like there's it will like it's we got so lucky and and they were so professional all of them so you know we're thrilled with how it all turned out yeah yeah the performances were fantastic and the the content the scenes well there's so many powerful ones throughout the series i'm curious to know if for you there was a scene or a historical era that you really you really stayed with that time period or that particular scene after you were done filming it there's so many different scenes it's really hard to choose because I think like you, you know, as we look back at like, like I wasn't part of Fire Island in the 70s, which seems like, wow, that's crazy and a lot of fun. And like, that doesn't exist anymore. Like there's obviously different versions of what Fire Island is now. But there's a lot that I in the show that I kind of wish I could have experienced in some way or, or want to know more about. But I would say there is a moment and I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a moment of the guys in the show where they're dancing and they're completely naked and I remember being on set and I was behind the monitor and I just started crying. And I was like, gosh, for people at this time, you know, this is in the 50s, that was in the 50s and I think 56 or 54, for people at that time to 
be hiding in their apartments or in their homes and to be in this room and to be intimate with each other and vulnerable and naked and dancing together while like the world outside like hates them and wants them, you know, purged from their jobs. And I, I'm assuming like, you know, I don't think it would be go, going too far to say, you know, like just removed from the country or from, you know, society to like hold each other that closely and to be able to have this moment and to love each other. I just, I found it incredibly emotional. And I remember like going up to Matt and Johnny or maybe even both like after they had their clothes on and just being like, gosh, it's just so beautiful. And not in like a, in the way, you know, when I read this in the script, I was like, oh, this is going to be really sexy and blah, 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 blah. But it was just so emotional for me. And so I remember that feeling being on set at like, you know, I don't know, three or four in the morning in Toronto and, and kind of, and just crying because I just found it really beautiful. So there's quite a few moments like that in the show that I, that I remember, you know, vividly, but I would say that was the one that I, that always like comes back to me. And when I see it, when I was, when we were editing the episodes or when I rewatched it, I, I have that same feeling. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Well, and I think that scene and many other scenes are why this, this series is so revolutionary, even in 2023, because we come very close to having history repeating itself many times, right? And it's not that foreign of a concept that it could. So I think that's why the series and showing moments like that, when you say it made you emotional, knowing how safe and protected they were in that apartment dancing naked because they couldn't do that in the outside world and be who they are is so meaning and moving because it is something that, you know, you just, you hope we never have to ever live through again, right? Of course. And, you know, we made this in Toronto and, and most of us are Americans that worked in this production, but we take it for granted a little bit living in the United States that we have like these freedoms. It's, I think 
it's important to remind people like this is an international show. I know it's on Paramount Plus around and Showtime around the world. And, you know, there's many countries where you couldn't even have the freedom to show a show like this, to watch a show like this. So it still really exists. And like you said, you know, as we've learned over the last few years as well, like it's very fragile, the state of LGBT politics in different states. So it's not, you know, I live in Los Angeles with my family. And so I'm, I'm very, um, very privileged and i have a lot of benefits there but it's it's not the same for everyone around the united states and around the world yeah that's that's an important message worth worth sharing and again another reason why the series is so meaningful and will be so meaningful to so many people something that i really thought was cool in this series is how sexy it was but not in the way that you might think it wasn't salacious it was the sex scenes had reason they had uh power dynamics they had they were advancing the storytelling and i find in a lot of content and shows and movies that are lgbtq plus tailored the love scenes are just watered down or they're just so incorrect it's like that's not how it works and and it's just disappointing because it's like this rated 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 ggg version of it but you guys go there you guys show it you guys explore it and i think that's a really important thing to show people. So was that something you were very conscious of when you were part of this project? We, we were, you know, Ron has a rule in the writer's room about like any scene, like if it isn't really making you turn the page or like push the story forward, then like, you know, we're throwing it away. And um, it's pretty harsh about it. So I would say the same with like the sex scenes and like everything you, you said, you know, I agree with. And that's, it's true is that it's not, we don't just have sex. So like, okay, now we're going to the sex part so that the audience, you know, has their fill of sex. It's very much a power dynamic between Hawk and Tim and, and between uh, J- J- uh, Jelani and Noah's character, um, Frank- Frankie and Marcus, and even at times like Allison and, and or Allison and Matt's characters. So it's all about power dynamics. It's very authentic. It wasn't our intention ever to be salacious. We want to just be authentic to the passion that people would have. Again, living at these times, as I said, when when it was, you know, so sensitive and when it could, could be ripped from you from any moment. So, you know, I think, and I, I can speak to this as like, you know, and I'm sure any gay man or woman can speak to this as like, because you, uh, most of us have grown up, you know, in the way that we've grown up where we're not necessarily like loved by uh, our families, our, our religions, our, uh, our government, like when you find someone that you love and you get to be intimate with them, it's like incredibly, it can be incredibly passionate and, and vulnerable so we wanted to make sure that we depicted that and that we were authentic and um you know all of us discussed but matt and johnny as well and all the actors you know they discussed how they wanted to portray it and they were very involved so uh i think we all you know found trust before we started shooting but while we were shooting is like okay this is how we want to do this and obviously there were like if you look you know throughout the whole entire project there were a lot of lgbt people involved which i think was helpful to make sure that we were um, on the same page and that we did something that was different but true to the story yeah seeing those dynamics play out is is truly a treat as a viewer and i think it's really cool to watch that unfold and another relationship that's fantastic marcus and frankie you just brought them up you have a black journalist and a drag performer what excited you about exploring that relationship and those dynamics i'm really excited to see or i was excited to see like especially at that time, like fighting for civil rights and segregation, like for a black man to, you know, when he walks out of his house, he's a black man first for the most part, you know, Frankie, maybe it's a little different. Like I think maybe someone would see Frankie and would get an idea maybe that Frankie was, you know, gay, but for Marcus, you know, him dealing with 
you know, being a black man first and fighting for those rights and then also being a gay man and struggling with that and also not being accepted in his own community and dealing with his masculinity. Like I just, I found that like really complex and interesting. So, you know, that love story told over multiple decades and like, oh, I wish we even had like more time to get into that love story. You know, it was just something really interesting, like a, a still to this day, like, yeah, I, I like would love to discuss more in a writer's room and to dig deeper into that. So that was like just something I hadn't, seen before and so i know that was exciting to ron and all the writers and the directors also like listening to jelani and noah talk how it was for them coming out and and you know talking about like their interest interest in that the historical aspect of that so they have an incredible story together that's you know very up and down it's a roller coaster much like tim and hawk but um and really sexy but i just i really found that interesting and also marcus like being attracted mostly usually to like very masculine men but then finding this like love in frankie and in frankie's like tenderness i just it was like so many dynamics so interesting to me you know it, it gets quite emotional especially uh when they like start to when they bring jude into the into the picture which i found um also another part of their story that was like very emotional oh absolutely i i messaged jelani he's a friend and i said oh, okay. i'm so damn proud of you like <laughs> he, the, the, this this character this performance it, it blew me away i think it's so everyone but he was so incredible. great in this role yeah he was incredible yeah yeah incredible. what do you hope people walk away with after they watch this this series especially in the community and outside of the community are there different messages for each group of people is it the same message what do you think right I mean, I hope it's the same message. I hope people are like thoroughly entertained. Like this is entertainment. This isn't a, you know, a history lesson, although it's set like important moments in history. I want people that are like, wow, that was really, really entertaining, you know, and, yeah. and, and that they were thrilled by it, that they felt the tension. But more than anything, I just hope that they're like, wow, that was an epic love story. That was an epic love story. And now I am finished and I have no more emotions left. Because that's how I felt working on it. That's how I felt, you know, at the end of different episodes, but definitely, you know, rolling credits, episode eight, um, I was like crying out loud, like just even watching the director's cut. Yeah. So I hope people feel that same emotion, you know, regardless of being gay or straight or, you know, however people identify. Like, I just I, I hope that they have that same feeling that I did, you know, discussing this project with Ron and then Matt, and then everyone involved, and then seeing the final cuts, like I, I really um, am proud of it. And I hope that's um, how people feel when they see it. Well, it's total escapism. And I don't care what walk of life you come from. I think it's just a beautiful love story and entertaining, like you said, and it's <laughs> told in all the decades, which makes it really fun to go through each one. I, right. I couldn't love this more. And I think you guys should be so proud of what you created. It's really it's really something special. And we need more quality material like this i'm not right. knocking anything that's come out in the past but i i crave content like this and i think it's so refreshing we finally have it you know right 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 yeah i i someone asked me like where does this fall in the landscape of like lgbt content and i was like well it's interesting you say that you know i haven't ever really thought of that and it feels like you know we're lucky to live in time that we have like more diverse content in terms of like genres you know like Red, White, and Royal Blue came out, like Heartstoppers was obviously the Andrew Haig movie that I'm excited to see. And so I'm excited now that like, and and the L Word, like like there's a lot of different shows out there and I'm excited for uh, fellow travelers to be part of that and to be a different part of that. But I agree. I think it's like, we need more content like this. That's, you know, very elevated and just more content in general, you know? So um, I'm excited 
to be part of the you know LGBT content, but um, to be you know everyone did such an incredible job. So this is very elevated, um, very well done. So uh, like I I know I'm glad you've said it, but we are we are very we are very proud of it. Well, yeah, you should be, and I know that you personally really connect to this type of content, especially with your background and your story, which is fascinating. In 2013, I believe you came out as gay, right? As a professional soccer player. And then you quit and then you came back to it. And it was pretty revolutionary because not, I don't think any professional athletes at that time had, or maybe a couple, I might be incorrect, but maybe if any, a couple, but barely any. And there you were just coming out and and living in your truth. you have to talk to me for a minute about that moment because I think it's such a pivotal part of your journey. And I think it's also a reason why you, and correct me if I'm wrong, but why you gravitate towards this type of material as well. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know Scott Berg. He's like a really great writer, historical writer, uh, Pulitzer Prize winner. He's a friend of mine. He, he's like, he, after he watched the pilot, you know, he'd seen my policeman and he knows the material that I'm interested in. He's like, we have to have a larger discussion of why you're so drawn to, you know, <laughs> this, these periods and these love stories. And I think it's, and I, I don't at all want to compare because like, again, very different, you know, when we talk about, you know, the life and death situations of gay men and women during these different times um, in our history, like it's, it's very severe. So I, I don't want to, um, say that like oh that was my experience in sports but in sports I played around the world played here in the University of Maryland went to the Olympics played for the national team and I just the amount of homophobia and the amount of just homophobic things that I heard on a daily basis just really scared the crap out of me and really made me feel like 
I wasn't welcome and that I couldn't be who I was. And, and, and that's why when I came out, um, I retired. I was like, I'm not going to be part of this world. It wasn't until after that, that, you know, a lot of those same people reached out to me and I, I felt, you know, enough support. And I kind of found the courage in myself to go back, but I just, it, it was a world that, you know, I wasn't around during the fifties, but it, it felt like you could be purged from a sport or a job that you had, you know, loved since you were five years old. Like it was very, very, very toxic. And, and that's why there aren't many of us, you know, there's a handful of gay male athletes in the entire world. Uh, Justin Fashionu, who was, you know, the only gay soccer, gay footballer, soccer player to come out and playing in the premier league, like killed himself. So it's, it's obviously, um, I don't know. It's a world that has, has become more accepting and, um, is not as homophobic, but still there are no gay soccer players, footballers in like any of Europe's top, top leagues. I think in America's top league, never that played for the national team or, you know, I think I'm the only, you know, Olympian that's played, you know, out Olympian that's played. And I, and I was closet at the time. So it's, it is, um, you know, it's a, a scary world and very homophobic. And I experienced all that. So I, I, I think I'm attracted to these love stories where there is so much oppression because mm. as I said earlier, like just the stakes are so high for these people and they feel, so, I think inside so unloved by so many people. So to find someone that loves them, it's just incredibly emotional for me. And, and uh, so I think I will always try not just, you know, gay love stories, obviously, but always try to find stories that uh, where people are, are like outsiders where they have, you know, enormous obstacles to overcome um and, you know that kind of drives me as a storyteller and as a producer and uh I'm, i really um when i find those stories become very passionate about like how do we do this i don't care if i have a million no's like i'm gonna find that one yes and um so i uh, will continue to do that you know it's 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 probably a larger conversation and with my therapist as well <laughs> but um you know i do i do i am really um driven and focus on finding the stories. And I keep hearing you mention the word love, which seems to be a theme for you. Is is that something you've always wanted? Have you are you a hopeless romantic? Did you imagine yourself married? Is that something that was always important to you or just kind of happened for you? Well, I, I always wanted to, you know, find someone obviously that I could love and and be with for the rest of my life. I don't know if I realized when I was younger that I could like be married to a man. You know, I didn't you know, I had internal homophobia, obviously, as I just mentioned, all the homophobia around me. So I don't, I think I was just trying to survive, if I'm being honest. Um, and I didn't ever know if that would be a reality for me. But I think it's just, it was like the love that I didn't necessarily have for myself or that I didn't feel people had for me. Like I'm, I was, I'm like searching for it in stories. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm lucky to find that in Greg and, and in my, my husband and my two kids. And, why I hate to be away from them and uh, love experience. I really enjoy experiencing everything with them, whether it's we're in Toronto producing something or whether we're, you know, at a parent and me class. Like I, I, I love to do that stuff all together because, you know, I didn't, I don't think I thought I would have that uh, when I was younger. And when I was like sitting in these locker rooms and people were saying, you know, the most outrageous things. So, you know, as we said earlier, I guess it just reminds me how lucky we are. And, and, you know, as we, we, tell stories about these other periods in time, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, or these other places in the world. Like, it's just always so great to remember, like, gosh, gosh, we've like 
people have done so much work so that I can be at a parent and me class at yeah. a Jewish school in Los Angeles with my husband and kids. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And I, I so relate to you on that. I never was somebody who wanted to get married. So I thought, but then I realized I thought that because I never thought I deserved to. And right. here I am almost eight years married to my husband. And it's, it's one of the things I treasure the most for all the reasons that you talked about. And I love that you and your husband, Greg, share your love on social media and share moments with your family. And I know, of course, you keep things, certain things to yourselves as well as we do, but that's super important for us because visibility matters. And I think that the more people can see that dynamic, the more it becomes second nature. It's like, oh, that's just a normal couple, you know? We've we've talked about that because it's just natural for me to be like, oh, here's my husband and kids, you know, just right. you know, like any couple. But then sometimes we're like, oh, should we not do that? Should we be careful, you know, are we like, is there any kind of like safety, like we all these strange things that go through our heads. But it is important, I think, for you and your husband, for myself and Greg, like we, we do hear from a lot of people that it's like, oh, it's it's so nice to see you and your kids on social media. Of course, there's a lot of stuff that we keep private. And you know, where we are, what we're doing. Um, but you know, it's funny, we've had those, those conversations, which again, like feel a little silly. It feels like, you know, like any, like my brothers and sisters who share their lives on social media with their kids and their, their loved ones, like we should do the same, but you know, it, it is true. It means, I think it, it means a little bit more to people around the world because again, social media is obviously an international thing. And, and as we said, there's a lot of places where people aren't lucky like you and I. And so I think it's a uh, important, I guess is the word I never, I, I don't like using the word important because I don't know, sometimes it feels a little strange to me, but it, it is a, a necessary thing, I think, at times for us to to share these things. Yeah, it is. And and it's one of the many reasons why, and I'm super excited that you're on today because the Out 100 list is coming out, and I know you were chosen for that, which is a huge honor. And it honors, you know, trailblazers in the community doing awesome things. Um, I was selected this year, too. And I'm like, is that a mistake? Like, so it's just it's it's such an honor because you never imagine something like that happening when you're young and closet and you're like, wow, I'm actually being recognized for that. And there's right. so many reasons why you are uh, you're being recognized. So for you, what does that honor mean? Is that something you even thought was imaginable when you were younger? No, no, I um especially when I talk about my experience as a soccer player and like an out soccer player and then like people using the word, you know, role model around that. Like I, I came out because I was so unhappy and I needed to, I needed to remove myself from that world and I needed to change my life. Like it wasn't, I didn't have any intention to be a role model, to help people, to, you know, inspire young soccer players to come out and continue to play. Like that wasn't my mission. It was really to like survive and to find, to change my life where I could find happiness. Hmm. Um, so I didn't know what the out 100 was then, but like, I guess it makes me feel, and, and I, I think it was like, you know, your last question of this segment, so I don't want to, uh, get too far ahead, but like, it makes me it just look back and be like, Oh, I'm really proud of what I've overcome. And I, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at being, you know, being still for a moment and being like, Oh, this was really hard. And I'm proud that I've overcome this and that, you know, Young people can go on social media and see my husband and kids and be like, oh, I want a life like that. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, being on the out 100 list and seeing also all the incredible people that are on that list and to be named with them is really something I never imagined and thought was possible, especially as I was like a young 
closet soccer player, you know, or footballer, like, you know, sitting in Holland or wherever I was at the time. So it's, it's really incredible and it's, it's an honor and, you know, it's, it's, it's special for me. And, and, and one day, like when our kids are a little bit older, I see that, like, I think that will also be really cool to discuss with them. Absolutely. And you're right. It's hard to relish in your accomplishments and achievements and honors. And admittedly, I'm terrible at that too, but I hope you're going to take some time to soak this one in because it is a big deal and it's making a difference for, for many people out there, which I think is so important, which leads to the final question of this right. interview. The show is called I've Never Said This Before. You have been wonderfully open and gracious in sharing your, your life experiences today, but I'm wondering if there is anything else that you've never said before that you could share today. Yeah, yeah, I was, I, I, I told you I, I'm in DC right now or at University of Maryland. And so I was just on the airplane yesterday, you know, going through the emails and, you know, just preparing for this, uh, for your podcast. I know I said it earlier on, you know, uh, I don't know, 30 seconds ago or a minute ago, but I was like, oh, what? You know, I say something funny, but I'm not very funny. I could say, you know, something I was like, oh, but then I sound like I'll be a millennial. But you know, there's there's one thing that I and I said it, I'm not good at at admitting. And I am always going from thing to thing. And usually it's my husband that kind of stops me. And usually like in the kitchen in the morning when I'm having coffee, and he kind of looks at me. He's like, I'm really proud of you. And um you know, and I usually like turn away from that and smile, but like feel sometimes like insecure about that. And, uh, you know, it's something obviously I need to work on, but I would say, you know, to everyone listening, like, I'm really proud, especially being here at the University of Maryland and like remembering who I was and where I was at this moment in my life. So I'm really just proud of what I've accomplished, what I've overcome, I'm really proud of my family. And I'm sure there are a lot of your listeners who don't say that enough about everything that they've accomplished and what they've overcome and who they are. And so uh, in a, the, the least patronizing way, and I'm really not great at giving advice, I would just, you know, I, I would say that we should all kind of embrace that word more and, um, and um, you know, say it to ourselves more often, but I, I am really proud of, of my life and, and, um, you know, how uh, my story has been used in ways that, again, I had no intention. You know, it's really, uh, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. So I'm proud of all that. And I believe it. Looking at you, I believe that you're proud of that. It's one thing to say it. I think I, I see it in your eyes and you do have so much to be proud of. Like I said, this series is just wonderful. This is I hope not the end and, and maybe an anthology will be happening. We've <laughs> we've discussed it. You know, it's um we've discussed different like versions, what would the next season be? So we'll see. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many rich stories to take from this and different periods and um, ways to go, but because it's, it, it's so well executed, I think you could, you could definitely do a second season. Amazing. Well, it's Halloween week, which means I know y'all are going out to Halloween parties that are listening, but <laughs> when you're done, take some time, watch this mini series. It is so fantastic. It is out now. It is everything and more that you would want in a miniseries. And like I said, it's it's equal parts powerful but entertaining. And I think that's what's so magical. Anybody from any walk of life can enjoy this. So congratulations. It is absolutely fantastic. And if you are at the At 100 party in L.A., maybe I'll see you there. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. And congrats again. Be well. I've Never Said This Before is hosted by me, Tommy D'Addario. This podcast is executive produced by Andrew Puglisi at iHeartRadio and by me, Tommy. 
I've never said this before is part of the Elvis Duran Podcast Network on iHeart Podcasts. For more, rate, review, and subscribe to our show. And if you like the episode, tell your friends. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Tommy D'Addario, and I hope this show encourages you to say something that you've never said before. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.